conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Good morning. How are we doing, my man? We cannot hear you, Michael. You are muted. Classic. Way to get the week going. There we go. I'm here. I am not traveling this week. You are. Um, so no excuses for bad audio on my side. But next week I will be. So I've got a surprise of where I will be uh recording the episode from on tuesday because monday is holiday fourth of july we will not be recording fourth of july for all of our listeners that are listening slash watching be ready for july we'll be on the fifth of july fifth of july there we go hey golden what do you what do you call a podcaster that specifically travels to a, a conference to do podcasting but forgets their microphone stand an attendee. Yeah, basically, that's what's <laughs> going to happen because uh, I I'm I'm rocking the no microphone stand today. So that was a cool uh, oopsies when I was unpacking. Well, you can morning. just carry it. I'm we're rocking it, dude. We're gonna you gotta get it. one of those little mini mics that you can interview the, people with. The pinky out. We're fancy holding yeah. the microphone yeah, today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, super excited. I'm in Orlando, as uh, just kind of mentioned, traveling podcasting for a conference uh for those who don't follow on linkedin definitely recommend you should shameless uh plug to go follow me on linkedin there but um here in orlando florida for uh high tech we're here at the hotel technology conference basically and um we are going to be at booth number 2007 with my good friends and new friends, which I'm excited to jump into and tell you about, uh, called UTIP. So if you've never heard of UTIP, um, they are a cashless and appless tipping platform for all of hospitality, whether in your short-term rentals, hotels, restaurants, you name it, theme parks, Disney, you never know. You could get tipped immediately without having to have an app. So pretty cool. So I'm excited to jump in and see other technologies in the industry that are coming up. 
see what's going to change as a hotel guy. I wasn't always the biggest fan of the tech that we had. So I'm excited to see what's changed. And were you uh, not a fan doing. of the tech that you used or did you just not like using tech? The fan that the, not a fan of the tech that we had because it wasn't very good. I'm a fan of tech. I love tech, but only good tech. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Cool. Well, it's been, uh, it feels like it's been a couple weeks since you and I have been on air together. How have you been? Have you traveled any? What's, what's the deal? I'm, I traveled yesterday. <laughs> well, besides so, that. Yeah. So I mean, last week, I know the show last week was all about travel delays and all the yes. issues. And, uh, I, I was at a wedding, uh, two weekends ago in Wilmington, North Carolina. My brother's flight was canceled. My cousin's flight was canceled after they had already flown a segment with a 10-month-old baby. They spent two days in Dallas, got shipped to Chicago, spent one day in Chicago, and then finally made it on the morning of the wedding. And so instead of having a nice couple days at the beach beforehand, they spent a day at the wedding and went home. Um, It's a mess out there. It is. It's a mess. Yeah. So to recap last week, since you were sick, we called in our good friend, Sarah Danishi, who is a travel expert, a travel influencer. She's also the founder of Ask a Concierge. She's a best-selling author, really good friend of the network, friend of the show, uh, just friend in general. Um, if you want to learn more about her, you can go to her Slick Talk episode. Um, but she joined me to kind of cover this because I kept seeing more and more. Obviously, you and I both kept seeing more and more of these articles, right? Uh, Delta Airlines or United or American cancel X amount of flights or delays and all this other stuff going on. So she pretty much jumped in and kind of gave us a fair warning of the one thing to pack this summer while you're traveling, especially for you business people, all of us going to conferences. The number one thing to pack is patience because this is going to be a common theme that we're going to see throughout the summer. Um, she also gave some really good tips, you know, not to put everything into your checked luggage, have a couple, maybe pair change of clothes, um, anything like that in your carry on stuff, just to make sure that you are prepared for that. Uh, we don't want to be SOL with everything lost and confused, uh, like a lot of the people that I've seen uh, when they get to their destination without their luggage or without. I've, I've never know. understood. I know there's certain circumstances. But I never understood why people check luggage. Just carry it on. Just yeah. like you never have to worry about a lost bag if you carry it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm that guy. I my backpack and then my uh, carry on, which is full of all my clothes, underwear, socks, toothbrush, toothpaste, toiletry stuff, everything you need. If uh, it's granted, one night or two weeks, I pack the same bag. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Two weeks. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I think a lot of people get in their head when they're traveling, especially if you're staying in a hotel. Sometimes it's like you have to bring all these changes of clothes because laundry availability is more likely not um, going to be very good. But I think just plan on doing laundry if you're going to well, be out that long. I know you are purposefully segueing there, but there's a nice segue for ancillary revenues for your properties, hmm. whether it's hotels or short-term rentals. And obviously they look different in hotels than in short-term rentals, but everyone got record highs last year with uh, with ADRs, especially on the short-term rental side, probably less so on the hotel side. Yeah. 
but now we're looking to squeeze a little bit more this year to match last year's revenue. And the only way to do that is through ancillary revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, laundry services in a hotel. It's real. Whether you lost a bag or you packed very lightly and need to do laundry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nice thing to offer. Um, but don't make it $80 to do a load of laundry. No one's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, very few people would do it. But we're looking at it's storied. We're looking at buying a couple hotels and the whole model. It's not rocket science is find places to add revenue, whether Mm -hmm. it's adding a restaurant, adding a bar, adding a spa, or even converting that rarely used uh, common space, try and squeeze two or three more rooms into the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, If you can juice revenues just a touch, it goes a long way. You know, adding one room to a 20 unit room, that's 5% added to your revenue. Yeah. My math is right. Uh, I think that's right. But it's not rocket science. So, um, you know, what are some of the companies you've seen on the short term rental side that are juicing revenues and, and able to help hosts and property management companies? Yeah, there's a couple. And to just to give a couple shout outs, well, what I thing I noticed last week, not last week, two weeks ago at the short term rental wealth conference in Nashville, uh, a company called The Host Co. They're a great company that's representing uh, this extra in stay revenue stream that is possible for hosts because what they've done is create a very nice and clean, you know, e commerce store basically front or storefront for hosts that, you know, if it's ibuprofen because maybe you are a host in nashville and you know what happens in nashville right like their bachelorette party uh destination of the of the country so um you know ibuprofen maybe it's you know like extra phone chargers all this extra stuff that you could easily do and it just starts making money for you so you know simple things like that and then even um, another company shout out would be minoan they they're very design centric but they allow your guests to experience and take home. Maybe it's a lamp. Maybe it's the shampoo. Maybe it's the, who knows? There's so many different things that you can do. Granted, they're not going to take it out of your unit and, uh, you know, go, you know, go like end up leaving your property without a bed or without shampoo, but, uh, they're able to then experience it first before they buy it. So it's making the shoppable experience more, uh, more upfront and more like kind of subliminal really. Um, I know if I really like something on a property and I want it, I'm going to scan the code and I will buy it and make sure it's shipped at to my door by the time I get home. So something like that, you know, those are simple, easy revenue streams that don't really, really require a lot of work. I think. Yeah. There's, and there's things that you can do even if you're just a single host too. like people are increasingly wanting a little more customization or a little more, fanciness in their life that they may yeah. not have had and something i've seen to to be seeing more often is hiring private chefs mm-hmm. and it could just be a, a deal you have with one or two chefs that you throw them uh a night or whatever then they kick you back 100 bucks 200 bucks whatever Seriously. um it doesn't have to be through some big platform that's aggregating it for you you can do it yourself yeah um you know, transportation, a limo service, like for your bachelorette trips, 
yeah. for Vegas trips. Like it, it, it could be anything. And it, it just depends on how much you're trying to make this your full-time job or mm-hmm. squeeze additional revenue. Or if it's just a, a fun little side thing that you want on autopilot, then either use one of these companies to do it for you or just don't do it. Um, well, let's but, go ahead. Finish that thought. But I think there's, there's plenty of opportunities to monetize, uh, to monetize your space in a different way, and don't charge fifty bucks to get in two hours early. Like, be hospitable. Yeah, seriously. people travel long ways to stay in your properties. If it's available, let them in. Yeah. When it's available, tell them it's available. Mm-hmm. I get it. If if it's a tight turn day and you have to pay an extra cleaner to go in, so they can get there early, but if that's not the case, especially if you're a hotel and you're sit you're sitting with ten empty rooms and you've got a guest in your lobby, don't charge them fifty bucks. Yeah. Let them go stay in the room. They'll have a better experience. They won't feel nickel and dimes, and it's just like the the resort fees coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're paying thirteen dollars per night for a resort fee to use the pool that most people never use. Like, yeah, I'll, I'd like that scratched off my bill, please. Um, so think of it through the lens of the traveler too. Make it a value add, not a not a bad experience. Money grab. Well, I was gonna say that. So that like a freebie like that, early check in when the place is available, whether it's a hotel room or short term rental, that will be a great experience for them to actually be more probably easy to upsell when it comes to purchasing extras, whether it's a romance package or the transportation, anything like that. And Michael, as we both been seeing acquisitions uh, of property management companies specifically. Have been pretty heavy, I would say, this year. And you know, maybe slow down now, but who knows what we're gonna see announced later on in 2022. So the more you know, in-stay revenue you can really occur for your business, not as a you know, needy greedy type of host or a property management company, but I think the more revenue you can generate and streamline, really, like don't don't make it more work for you to get this extra revenue to where it makes it worthless, but get one of these platforms. They're very simple, very easy. They do the payment processing, all this other stuff, and just start letting it make you cash. Because I know for us, and we can kind of reference an episode um, that I just did last week with the founder of Oki. So Erica was talking to me about you know the the skill of upselling, right? And the, the science behind it and some of the studies that happen when it comes to the psychology for people to buy. Um, and the one thing that, you know, a lot of people don't understand is that, you know, time of day, whether it's morning or afternoon, all of this stuff matters. And so just be really strategic, do a little bit of research, uh, get a simple platform and, you know, start making that cash because especially with the economy right now, uh, it's definitely something I think everyone should be kind of focusing on is a little bit of extra income um, and totally side note and, and distracted from what we're talking about, but to Annette, uh, on LinkedIn, who's messaging or not messaging, commenting, uh, is this thing live quote unquote? So, uh, happy Monday. It Cru- sure is. Uh, yeah. Annette. Keep crushing it in Orlando. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she, I told her the, uh, the secret behind, uh, some of our episodes, not this one, but, uh, for slick talk, we pre-record, we edit, and then we stream it live so I can be in a meeting. But yeah, anyways, Annette, hope you're enjoying the episode. Thanks for your comment and really enjoyed our time in Denver. You're great. Um, back back yeah, to, back to monetizing things in, in the right way, not the wrong way. And I'm going to harp on the early check-in piece. And I'm sure there's people that disagree with me on this. But 
Andreas from Sextant is is a wizard when it all when it comes to finance, and he's basically figured out that each review is worth between two and three hundred dollars to the company. Uh, so every good review you get is an additional booking, essentially, of that property, and that drives drives revenue. If you're squeezing people fifty bucks to get in two hours early versus welcoming people in um, for you know four hours early, there's a huge difference. And, and I'm going back and forth to Europe a lot right now. I, you land at eight or nine in the morning. I love to go take a two-hour nap, you know, from ten to twelve, and kind of start the day with two hours of sleep. Um, if I can't get into my rental or my hotel, it just makes me mad. And then I, that whole first day, like I'm totally worthless because I've gotten zero hours of sleep because I can't sleep on a plane. But if I can stay there, uh, check in early 10 a.m. or something, it's a huge, uh, huge lift. It makes me think very favorably of the property and I'm mm -hmm. way more inclined to leave a review that ultimately, according to Andreas, is worth a couple hundred bucks. So. Yeah. Don't always view it through the eyes of the traveler. Just like anything you do in business, always put yourself on the other side of the table and, and ask yourself, is this something I would want? Hmm. Does this make sense for them? Um, and, and that's just a good way of doing business. For sure. Totally agree. And I think, you know, we get so caught up in it, you know, as operators, especially when we're at these conferences, right? And we're talking about these specific opinions and, overall conversations but at the end of the day as i'm looking through social media of people that aren't in the industry at all whether they're travelers people i know people i don't know people catch on to this type of i guess airbnb uh, fees yeah yeah like they, resort they, fees yeah. yeah there's so many comments recently there's been quite a few videos and i know i mentioned tiktok on on the show a couple of times but you know if you watch any of these traveler, you know, like type TikToks, people are getting fed up with, bless you. Um, people are getting fed up with the, you know, the expensive Airbnb prices, not Airbnb, but short-term rental prices in general, right? They, but they reference Airbnb. Um, so all these extra fees and then the chores, they, they're literally calling it chores. They're saying, when I stay at this property, I am left with a list of chores and, and I'm also paying for this cleaning fee, but yet I still have to strip the beds, start the laundry, start the dishes, yeah. wipe down the counters, vacuum, give up my firstborn child, and then I can check out. Um, you know, that to me is the perception of what they're seeing. And, and it's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. Like but, we're, those days were the early days of yeah. Airbnb. Those days are over. Like I roll my eyes when I see a host ask me to take the sheets off the bed. Yeah. That's that saves 30 seconds and it makes it a worse experience for me. Like mm -hmm. literally takes no time at all. But when I'm packing up my three-year-old and trying to get in the car, the last thing I want to do is take the sheets off the beds. hundred percent. It takes your cleaners 30 seconds to do. So yeah, you're, you're spot on. Um, so again, to say it for a third time, but I think it's crucial for people to hear if you're not putting yourself in the traveler's, standpoint from, from their mm -hmm. perspective you're missing the boat on positive revenue and negative revenue yeah um you know it, 
one of the things that I've never understood when you have, when you're at a great restaurant, you have fantastic service and you're waiting to pay and the bill takes 20 minutes to come out. Mm -hmm. You just ruined the past hour and a half of fantastic service and great meal by not finishing it off. And, and if you finish it off, you're going to have, you're going to be rewarded for it. Um, Always look at what it's like. Heck, even stay in one of your properties. Mm-hmm. Have one of your friends stay at one of your family members stay in it. Uh, they'll tell you everything that's wrong. One of the things I always do when I'm staying in short-term rentals, not in a in a critical way, but just trying to help out the operator, the owner, telling them all the little things that I've noticed that could be improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people appreciate it. Some people don't like it, but... Yeah. Can't please everybody. Yeah, seriously. Well, to go back into the conversation too. So I think if we tie in reviews, so I, I early in the episode mentioned why I'm here in Orlando. We're here with UTIP. We're we're talking about this conversation of money, right? So one thing that we've seen from just learning more about the product and the more about the company of UTIP is that short-term rental operators, hotel operators, you name it, anyone that is a hospitality business allowing so right now we all know labor is a pain right like hiring anybody is just almost impossible um but people are looking for better options when it comes to employment through their employers they're not just looking for pizza parties anymore they're not looking for you know employee of the month none of that stuff matters they want to be recognized in the sense of pay and so one thing that i noticed from going through like utip studies is that any property short-term rentals like easiest thing to do is to have a qr code it says, if you enjoyed your stay, you know, my name's Mariana or whatever your housekeeping team's names are, you can make it personal, say, would love to see um, your your positive feedback in a review. And guess what? They can leave a review in the UTIP uh, platform and then they can also tip. So that is an instant payout and KPI indicator for your company and your team. They get paid and you get a five-star review, you can use as a testimonial example of what it means to really run your business um, from a guest perspective. Because guests that are staying and leaving are leaving instant feedback. They're not going to Airbnb or Verbo or any of these other platforms to do it. They're doing it to you guys directly. So this is one easy thing, I think, if we start looking at the future of hospitality as a whole, rather just short-term rentals or just you know hotels, um, restaurants, every company you know, Disney can start implementing this immediately because I don't know, but Michael, do you carry cash anymore? Every gentleman carries cash. Will I absolutely always have cash on me. How much, how much do you carry? Not that much, (laughs) but enough to tip. I I do bring, uh, my wallet is mostly ones and fives just for tip cash tipping purposes. Well, I guess we're different generations. So, uh, (laughs) sorry to ruin your little, thesis here. well i was just gonna say i think we're going i don't use my wallet i'm like i've been using apple pay everywhere i go now that i have my wallet set up with like business card and personal card so i don't know i think with that being said outside of michael ruining my my point and conclusion uh you know i think we're going cashless so you might be one of the few left michael that carry cash maybe uh, call I, me a southern gentleman but that was one of the, one of the rules of like being a gentleman is always carrying cash that way you can mm-hmm. always tip. That's gentlemanly. 
Okay. Well, I'll start caring a little bit then just because of you. Uh, until, until UTIP is everywhere and it's, <laughs> it's easily accessible for me to, to throw around. But uh, yeah, Will, I suggest you carry cash. Okay, fine. I'm, you're, you're such an influencer, man. You just changed my whole life. Um, but yeah, I think anyways, going into like the whole point, I think outside of um, nightly rate, I think if you can find extra revenue streams from a, like a host or a property standpoint, that that can actually impact your bottom line with your, your team. I think you can really use that revenue. I know it worked for us whenever we did upgrades um, and we did like upgrade competitions at the hotel. Um, anyone that you know brought back their sticky note of a claimed upgrade basically it was like this game that i played with our with our team that revenue yeah we would generate extra eight ten maybe even twelve thousand dollars that month but guess who got a big portion of that our team because they were the ones that were able to capture that not our computer not our tech not our whatever um so i think that was a, a great way to keep you know morale high it kept turnover low so there's a lot of things that this you know extra revenue streams can do for you other than just make you more profitable and more attractive for acquisition yep and uh last shout out before we go if you've you've seen me sipping on some coffee today biscayne coffee steve turk appreciate it he's awesome we're gonna see him today slash tomorrow for high tech so uh i guess what to expect for the future um outside of this conversation i wish i was live i'm actually in the hotel room uh getting ready to go set up for the conference well, but this is a live show yeah but i wish i was live at the conference hall you know like with everybody the the, the hustle and bustle all the energy in the room yeah um but we will be going live as a network we're gonna have probably four or five podcasts from the network jumping on this on the screen whether it's through you know linkedin live facebook youtube you name it uh, and get ready for tons of episodes coming out with interviews of the best tech that we're seeing coming out uh, for hotels overall hospitality um, yeah i'm excited it's gonna all kick off tonight at the opening party at SeaWorld. so i'm excited for that i can't wait yeah well um, to hear about it yeah and then i'm gonna probably call michael a couple times and say hey we got this really good guest lined up do you want to do you want to join up on a good morning hospitality we might do a couple bonus episodes this week i'm down let's do it. down all right well i think uh, we're gonna wrap this up a little short a little quick not short quick whatever i need more coffee i'm not with uh, my biscayne coffee pot today because i'm on the road but such a good episode if you felt like you learned anything on you know extra revenue please feel free to like and subscribe, comment, share, reach out, DM, email, mail us, postcards, whatever, you name it. Um, Give us your address, Will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going to do that one out loud. Um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. We are excited for the direction of the show. We have some cool and exciting announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks as well as more amazing guests, more amazing topics. So let us know what you want to hear. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, anything, you can look in the show notes. There's a link to do some topic submissions, plus industry news. If you are part of the industry, you're more than welcome to give us uh, your press releases, all that good stuff. Uh, Michael, anything from you, my friend? Safe travels. Can't wait to see what kind of tech you uncover. And I can't wait to show you where I'm going live from next week. I know. I can't wait either. I wonder if it has anything to do with a, a, 
a castle, maybe? We'll find out. We'll find out. Tune in next week, and good morning and good night slash good afternoon to wherever you are.